0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week of the Rebuttal Sport Podcast. I'm your host, Mick Brennan, and as usual, joined by Shane. How are you, mate?
1: I'm very well, mate. You say as usual, but um, you oh, I've know, missed you, one. you're a
0: bit... I've missed one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, mate. How are you going? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. Good. Heidi, how are you, mate? I'm oh, all right, mate. I love when they get off like that. It's <laughs> crack, crack and start, crack and podcast, crack and finish.
0: <laughs> so, uh no look uh thanks for putting the uh the Melbourne cup one out boys on on the on the uh earlier in the week and uh just for uh your shenanigans i backed everything you've mentioned, uh, <laughs> <I thought laughs> like we, mentioned
2: we mentioned all 24 so that's good <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah I,
0: I, one of the things Shane, you didn't disappoint me i was i was a little bit uh I was a little bit disappointed that I couldn't couldn't do it, and uh, I was just just hoping that you came out with just a no, and you did on three occasions.
2: <laughs> so, so that was, uh, uh, you, you I were was uh, spirit, you were there <laughs> in
1: spirit, mate. <laughs> so, you yeah. were there in spirit.
2: So we are actually asking ourselves before we mentioned each one would Mick back this. Um, the answer is probably <laughs> yes to all. <laughs>
0: Has Mick back this? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. We'll, we'll get to the we'll get cup in a minute. Let's let's kick it off as we always do with uh, three questions. So, uh, my question to you, bikes, this week is: Is Josh Giddy the best under twenty Aussie sports star?
2: <laughs> I think so. I think on a technicality. Uh, he he beat out the guy uh, who I would have said. Um, who's not who's twenty? Who is who is actually twenty? Yep. yep. So so not under twenty, but uh, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Like it's it's early doors. He's played a handful of games. He looks, you know, like he he looks to be living up to the promise of the draft selection or the draft pick that he went at. Um, Yeah, in terms of the world stage and what's going on, possibly, probably at the moment.
0: Uh, Let's go to Shane from Adelaide, Slams, Giddy. Uh.
2: Mate, he's not.
1: He he is not. Uh, I think everyone's getting getting a little bit carried away. And how quickly we forget, you know, we think back just a couple of months ago at the uh, Tokyo Olympics and there was a young kid there called Keegan Palmer who won a gold medal for Australia in the skateboarding. But, uh, but you know, Giddy's played a handful of buddy NBA games. Apparently, he's the world's best. You know, it's just people just need to calm the farm. Oh, I mean, man, I, uh, I, I'm with you. Seriously.
0: So I'm with you. He's doing, Palmer's, well.
1: he's doing well. but he's not. <laughs> Australia's best sports person under 20? Give me a break, mate. Like, it, fair income, there, there, there would be many better than, than him. I'm not saying he's not doing well, and I'm not saying he won't end up being, you know, a good, a good player in the NBA competition. But right now I think people getting a little bit carried away.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's why, that's why I brought the question up because I I think he's doing well and, and everything you just said, but there is a multitude of other people in, in other sports. Um, and for those who don't know, the question was a little bit lighthearted because on SCN, they asked the same question on SCN, uh, last week, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, on the on the dry program with Andy Mar and uh Shane and Gazy up, and, and Gazy was on as well. Yeah and Shane rang up and gave him a whack. And that was the uh that was what Mari you was it? Shane from Adelaide slams giddy. Slams giddy <laughs> yeah.
1: Shane from Adelaide says giddy disappointing.
2: I think was the headline
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and like so obviously the in that conversation um I think the first three callers on that particular day all rang up and said, no, what about Oscar? He asked me. Uh, And then obviously somebody's done the Google in the background and Oscar's already 20. So being under 20 is what ruled him out. And um, Yeah, so obviously trying to rang up to say the same thing. Was, you know, without doubt, he's, uh, he's up there. But there's, there's got to be some context as well. So I, I'm not sure that we're at the point where we can say somebody who's performing on a skateboard is performing at the same level as somebody's performing in the NBA. I get that it's the Olympics and I get, you know, and, and they're, they're the best at what they're doing in the world, but it's a smaller talent pool. It just in that particular comparison. Yeah. No, I tend, I tend no,
1: to agree. I Yeah, I disagree with that. I think if you're the best, like he's ranked seventh in the world at that sport, like, but- um, what would Giddy be ranked at basketball right now?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: well, d- let's just leave it. Let's just leave it there. I don't. I don't. Let's agree to disagree. I guess. Seven hundred and thirty-three. T- <laughs> my point exactly. Um, so um, after, so we're going to talk about the spring carnival a bit later, and we've touched on it already. But Damien Oliver um, won the Oaks uh, earlier today. So, and with that, when he now draws level with uh, the old George Moore um, with 126 Group One wins. So, I ask you, gentlemen, is Damien Oliver Australia Australia's best ever jockey?
2: Yes. Oh, I, I want to say no just to carry on the conversation from the last one. But, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> no. No. He's
0: done it tougher. I've actually thought that Damien Oliver's probably been our best jockey ever for uh, probably a couple of years. Um, so I think that obviously, you know, today he, he broke the, the record of uh, most group one wins. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's been, he's been Australia's best jockey for a couple of years. So
1: I think on the big stage, he performs more consistently than anyone else. Um, and over the last week, he has just been... I oh know James McDonald rode the four on Derby Day, but he has just been winning from positions where you shouldn't be winning. Um, he, yeah, he, he's elite. 49 years of age, and he's still performing on the top level. Now he's a bit of a freak. Yeah, I'm and with, top, I'm with and you, top
2: bloke? The, apparently, but I'm, I'm with you, Mick. I, I, I was surprised that he didn't already hold the record. So um, I would have said for a, the last couple of years, same deal. Um, that Ollie was obviously was Australia's best jockey, but this confirms yeah. it, obviously. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. What well, I Chris? So uh, mine is uh, around Daniel Ricciardo, and there's no question that he is good for F one. He's good for Australia. He's a great ambassador, um, and and I, and I love watching him drive, and I hope he drives for many years to come. But um, do we think that he could still push for a driver's championship in a better car or is that window shut for him? Has his best passed him as a driver?
1: Uh, No, I think he still could. So um, he definitely could. If you look at Verstappen and Hamilton who are, um, you know, the two battling out for the title at the moment, there's realistically a number one and a number two driver. So if he was up in one of those teams and he was the number one driver, so to speak, and they put all of their efforts into him, like Mercedes and Red Bull do, then yeah, I I still believe he could, he could win a driver's championship. Um, So is he going to get that opportunity at McLaren? Uh, Potentially um, with the rule changes in 2022. Yeah, it's probably unlikely, but it's, it could happen. So, um, yeah, are they g- going to say to um, Lando, oh, you're the number two to, to Dan? That's probably the unlikely part at this point.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, uh, could he do it? Yes. Will it happen? No. Uh, so for oh, there's, a, there's a lot of young drivers coming up through the ranks in Formula 1. Obviously, Lando is one of them. Uh, the fake French is another one. Um, so yeah, they, they, you know, and obviously you know, Verstappen's still quite young as well. So I think that um, yeah, I think there's very little chance of it happening. But you know, I think he could challenge given the, given the right circumstances. But I don't think he's going to get those circumstances. So, so we'll, just
1: we'll, some context. Sorry, just about age. So at the moment, Dan Ricciardo is 32. So in 2010, when Mark Webber had his best shot at the Formula One world title where it sort of was the three way into the last race. Um, you know, it was, it was him. It was Vettel and it was uh, Alonso into the last race that could have won 2010. He was 31. So from a, that perspective, age, he's, he's still a chance.
2: Yeah. The, the reason, the reason that I ask is, um, you know, there's been a few interviews going on with the, the Mexico Grand Prix coming up and there's, um, There's some comments there from um, Max Verstappen about uh, how Daniel was at the team and they, they're going back to Christian Horner's comments about him when he left for Renault and that he's running away from a fight. Um, and Max was obviously saying, I'd improved. And, um, you know, Daniel might not have been the better driver there, but I genuinely think there was a switch in the Red Bull, Red Bull garage to go Max is, Max is our number one and there was more support going to Max's car than there was to the Daniel's at the time. Uh, um, that Max was, oh. Max's improvement came along.
1: Oh, we've seen that before. I mean, they did that. You know, Helmut Marco and Christian Horner were all over Sebastian. You know, Mark Webber never really had an opportunity there. You know, like you only got to see the the British Grand Prix. I'm not sure if that was 2009 or 2010, where they took the wing off Mark's car to give it to Vettel. Like, you know, that that's the, the yeah. that's just what you see out in the track, let alone what was happening behind the scenes. So. Yeah, we won't get stuck into that because
0: yeah. We'll yeah be here all, we hear we um, won't we won't start saying that. We'll hear all. Night. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we're, we're trying, we're here trying here to keep the night, podcast so. to forty five minutes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe we need to do a Mark Webber special or something. I can I can vent and let it all out. But anyway, let, let's move on.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, the twenty twenty World Cup keeps rolling along. Uh, so the Aussies, well, they've. You know, put a couple of easy ones away, but then, geez, we look ordinary against the two and froms. Oh, that's yeah, a why is that, Michael? Why?
1: Because that's yeah. Because we are ordinary. That's why. Oh, Mitch because Mitch
0: Marsden
1: played. No, because they because they're they're top of the tree, mate, and we're nowhere near it. That's why. Yeah. No,
0: no, no, no I agree.
1: Yeah, so. that's that 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 performance. That's a fair indication of where we're at. People are going, oh no, not really. No, that is that's where we're at in the T twenty game.
0: Yeah, do you know That's why how I
1: feel anyway? Um, something to do with the coach. We don't
0: have a dedicated coach, so,
2: <laughs> so... <laughs> we're going to keep banging that drum. <laughs> yeah, the, focus, the focus, is, focus is all wrong, mate. Yeah. The focus yeah. is all wrong. Yeah, and everyone, everyone, uh, everyone jumped back on Davey Warner. Oh, he's back. He's firing. Uh, look at him go, and then.
1: Nothing. Yeah. 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 And oh, so yeah, that's disappointing. They looked amazing. They didn't they England. Um, yeah, I hope they bring some form. I hope I do hope they bring some form out here for the Ashes because I want to see. I want want to see it competitive. I don't want to see five nil whitewash. You know, four nil.
2: Okay, four nil. Four nil. <laughs> um, and Melbourne. Who are now. you? And what have you done with Grenfell? There's no way. I want to. Oh. beat them by an in innings and 200 runs in four days. Five shit. <laughs> <laughs> and send them packing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take Stokes well, back with you.
1: <laughs> Josh Butler. Josh Butler is in amazing form. Like mm-hmm. he is just. Dominant, it's just freaky. And, and you look at that and go, well, that's what Warner was doing, you know, four, six, eight years ago, but not now. And, um, you know, for Davey wanted to come out during the week and forecast that, oh, we're going to win the Ashes four and zip. And I just thought, mate, if, uh, if you're padding up, mate, there is no chance of us winning four zip. If you're in the grandstand, we're half a chance because <laughs> his current form is bloody terrible.
0: Chris, what was the message that you sent to our group chat last week? Was it you? Or maybe was it uh that said it can uh is it Sophie can Sophie Devine take down the to spot at the top of the oh, order? No, <laughs> like, I, don't, I
2: can't remember who that was. It uh, made me chuckle. It wasn't me.
0: It was oh it might have been Kurgan. That's all right. I think it was Kurgan sent it to the group chat. He uh, doesn't have many, but yeah. that was 40. Yeah, even wrong yeah. you know, broken clocks right twice a day. So <laughs> well, <laughs> let's
2: not talk about clocks.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, let's not talk about watches. So, should we? Where do we see? So, we win. Let's assume we win tonight against Bangladesh, and then we've got to beat the Windies. Do we beat the West Indies?
2: Uh, wow. Their current form, yeah, but the, the, they're, they're more capable of bouncing back, and we we could have an off day. Like they haven't they haven't been great though.
1: No. Nah. And then the Poms, will they? They should take care of South Africa, but yeah, let's wait and see what happens there. So we might get into the quarters.
0: No, there's no quarters, straight in the
2: semis. No, straight in the semis. There's only the two oh, yeah, top, the semi, sorry. Sorry.
0: Yeah, top two teams, mate. So we need the Poms to beat South Africa. Well, I, think, ah,
2: I think India and true. Australia are a shot. I think the fix is in, and the Yarpies will get over the Poms and they'll get themselves through. You think the fix is in, Chris? The fix is in. <laughs> I don't know if it is in England. Will, England will be happy to rest a few players that day, and Decock will go to bang <laughs> and it goes over. Yeah, well, fair enough. Fair but,
0: enough. Uh, you you talked about uh, Indians, Eric. Do you reckon you reckon they're shot as well?
2: Uh, so they've had a they've had a uh, a big win overnight. Um, so you know they've they've got one on the board, but. Uh, the loss to New Zealand and the loss to Pakistan. Um, look, I honestly think the Indians would have gone in thinking that they weren't going to lose any games. To have lost those two, um, they're certainly up against it. You know, the, the the Kiwis have beaten Scotland overnight as well, so um, so they're they're well, on I, track. They've only lost to Pakistan.
0: Pakistan have lost to anyone. Well, I'll tell you what's looking like a good game is is the the. Kiwis and the Afghan scheme. That could be the sort that could decide who goes through. And uh because I don't think that India's run rate will be quite good enough, even if they unless they absolutely smack Namibia around off the park, right? Um could happen. which could happen, right? So uh so I think that India's up against it, but I think that yeah, the um you know that that, that New Zealand-Afghan game could be, the, could be the one who decides who goes through. And yeah, uh, imagine be. if the Afghans went through. How good would that be?
2: It'd be great for cricket. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be unbelievable for cricket. So, it'd be good. All right. Spring Carnival, boys.
0: I've got all I've got down in the notes here. Very elegant. Very good.
2: It, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't, I, I won't say that we dismissed the form. We did comment that um, nine group one wins in the form jockey at the moment. Um, I thought the firm ground and the barrier were probably going to work against her, but proved me wrong. And what a run. Just went bang. I think about 150, 200 out. Yeah. Uh, she's a freak. And
1: um, she's basically a legend of the turf now. And, um, you know Caulfield Cup and, and won the, the Melbourne Cup now. She, um, she's won over distance range I think of 1400 up to the 3200 in the Melbourne Cup which is just freakish. you don't get many that do that. I think saintly was one that might have won a C4 stakes over you know maybe 11 or 1200 but on, only the brilliant ones can do that and uh, she's definitely that so it was a peach of a ride just got that cut up and um, just just hit this hit hit full speed at the right time. Uh, he's steering them better than anyone at the moment, um, J-Mac. And uh, there were some great performances behind her, um, incentivized. Well, that was just a, a unbelievable performance, really, to sit on the speed the and, you know, oh, better than good, mate. It was unbelievable, like, realistically, you know, and his first realistic preparation at that level for him to do that. Um, you know, the scary thing is that he may keep improving, if he keeps improving, yeah. mate, well then the the world's always oyster. I like it, that was seriously a an unbelievable run. Spanish mission went well. Um, there were some good runs behind, so, but really ve- very elegant. Um, no, you know nothing really can say they should have beaten her.
0: Nah, I, I think when I was watching the race, I I said, uh, you know, as they're going across the back straight there, and, and incentive wise was in a good spot, you know sitting sitting one back one out the fence and and uh i said if it doesn't win from here it wasn't quite good enough and uh you know and and that turned out to be true and the, the run that the run that beat him was amazing so so yeah but i uh, know it was it was, a, it was a very good race and uh yeah good, good to watch it so yeah we yeah, got any more on. spring carnival boys or we just going to talk about the cup that's it move on
1: yeah, yeah. We already, well, we already I mean, mentioned so we had,
0: Oliver and
1: Oliver. Yeah, that's right. So I guess um, final day of the carnival is this weekend. So they've moved the schedule around a bit. So this used to be Stakes Day and the McKinnon was run. Um, the McKinnon was run the weekend before the uh, the Cup. But now the McKinnon's actually this weekend. So, um, yeah, that's probably the Darley Sprint Classic. So we've got um, Nature Strip running in that and he's, you know, $1.30 and he, he, he'll he just win you. Have a look at that field. <laughs> you know, it's a way for age. So there's some horses in there that he's at, at the same weight as you, just like those poor horses, like trying to keep up with Nature Strip. That's I reckon, I reckon same I'll same get him. So- oh, Rufus. <laughs> not Too carried away. Yeah. <laughs> <there. laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but Zaki. Zaki, who was scratched from the Cox Plates in the McKinnon. So, um, you know, he, he'll be quite short as well. Um, so there, there is some still some really, really good racing um, this weekend. And, yeah, so if uh, – I mean, they're the, they're the two um, probably logical winners coming up this weekend, Zaki and Nature
0: Strip. Yeah, don't chase your losses from the cup, though, although I will be. Um, so <laughs> –
1: so, so I guess my uh, the early crow, um, Trally Rose. So she went well. She actually got injured in the race early on in the race and continued on and and battled on, but um, it was beyond her. So yeah, I said I said in the preview was you know I guess the one little concern I had was does she stay for two miles and I'm not entirely sure she does. I, there is the injury there, so it'd be interesting to see what they do with her next year. But yeah. She, she ran well without really looking at a genuine threat.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, so, a bit of F1. We haven't spoken about the the American race. And to be honest with you guys, I actually haven't had a chance to watch it. Uh, obviously, oh, it's, wow. it was on a stupid o'clock over here in Perth. and uh, And obviously, with everything going on last week, I haven't had a chance to get back and have a look at it. So... <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, well, you know, it was an amazing race. So it was a real battle of strategy. So um, Max Verstappen got pole and Lewis um, was second on the grid. Lewis got the jump and led into turn one. It's a really, really weird grid. The actual um, pole sits on the outside of that corner. So there's much great benefit from being on the inside because you can just drift wide and push them off. And that's exactly what Lewis did. He got the jump. He led. He led early doors. Um, then they pitted Max early, um, and basically went went undercut. They they, which worked. They held Lewis on for about another 10 laps, um, and came out behind. Um, and then after the second round of pit stops, he had about I think he had something like 16 laps to make up nine seconds or something like that. And he got close. Got really close. But um, just couldn't quite get there. So he got DRS a couple of times, so within the one second in the last two or three laps, but um, track position was king. You know, and this is a problem with Formula 1 at the moment is that um, even with DRS, you have to have a car about a second or 1.2 seconds a lap quicker than the car you're trying to overtake to actually make the overtake stick. Yeah. And that's the problem with Formula 1. You know, they're so evenly matched. Um, So once Ripple made that bold strategy move, it it paid off. So well done to them. Max drove a a faultless race. And um, right now in the championship, it is definitely advantage Max Verstappen.
0: Yeah. All they need to do is go back to the days where they used to be able to have different fuel loads and stuff like that. Just get right amongst it so that we can have different strategies. And yeah. Anyway, it's not going to happen, but it'd be nice. So
1: it, it would be nice. It will be nice. Um, so and then on, on, yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Mexico this weekend. This is real. I think the last four races there, it's two, two, two wins to Red Bull. And I think one of those might've been Dan. I think Dan Ricardo won there. Maybe that was back in 2016, but Red Bull have a pretty good record there. And so did Mercedes. So this is going to be really even. Um But right now, Red Bull just look on top and, It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this weekend.
0: Yeah, that should be a good race. Again, it's on the stupid clock over here, but I'll go up and watch it on Monday. And, yeah, it'll be good. All right, Chris, let's move along to the AFL. You want to talk about Fifey's shoulder. There's been a bit of uh, reports over here that he's undergone, undergone surgery
2: again. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it was... Uh... There was uh, there was a few photos doing the rounds and it was in the news. So uh, like he, he, I think that he has um, definitely you know since he's had his shoulder problems and um, and dislocated, he's been missing games through the season and stuff like that. Um, one more shoulder surgery, getting a bit older, a bit harder to recover from. You know there's a there's a there's a bit more in it every time muscles get looser and you can't fully pull everything back. Uh, can he have an impact for Frio, or, or or is he effectively done? He'll occupy a position. He'll still be he'll still be quality in class, but he's gonna miss games because of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. How old is he now? He'd be close, he'd be 28, 29, isn't he? I think. 29, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things. Is he, you know, can he still have an impact and and still play quality games? Uh, I, I think, yeah is he going to be 30, 30? Yeah. So, um, you know, is he going to be up there for the Brownlow medal again? I don't think so. I think that, that I think his best is past him, but I still think he can be a quality footballer.
1: Now I disagree with that. Um, oh, look, he, having a um, shoulder injury like that can, um, you know, we've seen it can really take a toll on a player during the season. Um, you know, we've saw it with Gary Ablett, you know, he, 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 a junior, um, a number of times. You know, trying to carry that injuries during the season. So I understand he's had to have more surgery. But if they manage it correctly, he can have a significant impact. Uh, I think as a as a forward pinch hitting into the into the um, mid. So I ride him off at your own peril. Um, you know, he is. You know, over the last ten years, he's probably in the top what, half, half a dozen players so yeah that, that's um, what i mean saying though.
0: like that's that's his best right but i think that's behind him i think he's still going to be a con- solid contributor for Freo and a very good player but I don't think you see him in that top you know five or six players like that he has been and that's that's what I mean by when i say i think his best is past him his best is winning nah. brown lows his best is winning a brown low right like multiple brown lows I, I don't think he gets back to that.
1: He might not win another Brownlow, but I, I think I think he can still perform at a very high level, at like to his best. Yep. And he, his preparation, and I've seen videos of his doing his preparation, is elite. He'll he'll get himself right.
0: Yep. Uh, fair enough. Sure. All right. What else we got NRL,
2: Chris? Yeah. So. Uh, Pan, Panthers have sacked Tyrone May for his uh, social media um, comments, and then straight away two Penrith Panthers come out on social media to stand behind him and defend him. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what they're not getting about the fact that he's sacked because of what his social media stance was. Um, Nathan Cleary, fair enough, he's brother, but Nathan Cleary should know better. Um, you know, and, and they'll be fined. They'll be fined. Uh, they've got to they? be. So, yeah. What what happened? Uh, what happened to go and have a conversation with the bloke and just saying, I've got your back, brother. Uh, I'm with your champion. What Why go and make those comments on your social media publicly after your club's <laughs> taken a stance? Just take your medicine, move on. You're allowed to like the guy, but Jesus. Yeah. Uh, d- so, uh, not a good look. Uh, and then, uh, so we're are now in the period where uh, clubs can be talking to players whose uh, contracts expire at the end of twenty twenty two. That's kicked off on the first of November, and quick as a flash, the sharks have been more active than anyone else, uh, including the dolphins, in the early stages. I think the sharks have secured four or five further signings, um, and and got to actually. Actually managed to get a couple of releases over the line. Matty Matty Kavalu from the uh, Roosters being one of them, um, and they've and they've gone and signed a couple of players in the background as well. So, um, you know, uh, Fitzy hasn't wasted any time in uh, in uh, getting some deals done um, from a Shark side of things. So, I'll just keep an eye on that space over the over the coming weeks. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of uh, from a from an NRL perspective, Brandon Smith's got offers from, I think, four or five clubs. So that's one of the names to keep an eye on where they go. Um, Joey Manu, um, very good player um, with uh, with offers coming in uh, from other clubs. So it's going to be interesting to see where they land um, during this period, if they stay at the clubs that they're at or they move on. So uh, always an interesting time of year. And, um, yeah, plenty, plenty to keep an eye on. Is the cricket's boring you? So, <laughs> you Toro
1: mate, away. Toro mate, where does he end up? Will another uh, club pick him up?
2: Certainly, I think uh, I, I think I think he might find himself um, in the New South Wales Cup or the Queensland Cup, the Interest Super Cup or something like that in the um, for the next twelve months, uh, and they might they might have a look at that the year after. Um, I don't think it's likely that anyone's going to go chasing him um, off, off the back of what's happened this year. Uh, and I'm, not, I'm not actually sure if the NRL are going to take a stance on, you know, if he gets deregistered for 12 months or anything like that. But, uh, I just, you know, um, I, I, I feel that if uh, a club's letting somebody go for... Um, in particular, you know, it's not it's not a club based thing. That's a that's a society based thing. Um, it, it's in poor taste to go and pick them up anyway. So, I think I think he might do twelve months in one of the state comps and then come back. I was going say state penitentiary. Then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hasn't yeah. killed anyone. It might it might feel hey, like mate. that if you're playing for Wyndham or Burley. <laughs> or Ipswich. <laughs> All right,
0: let's uh, let's let's make this a little bit more light-hearted for a second, fellas. Now, I don't know a few blokes have seen this, so I'm going with no. So, ESPN put out a uh, a video and uh, last couple of weeks ago about the balloon World Cup, and it's as good as you think it's going to be, but better. So. <laughs> So, as good as
1: I think it's going to be.
2: No, because you're nodding off here, mate. And uh, so I immediately immediately went to hot air ballooning through a course, getting the best time, almost like the Red Bull air racing. Oh, okay. No. (laughs) So, you know, when you
0: were a kid and you used to get your mum to blow up a balloon and then you'd play like with your old man to keep it up off the floor, or when you keep it up off the floor with your brother or your sister or whatever, think that but world championships. And so they had this, they had this full setup. So there's, there was a car in there and everything, right? And then they had a bit of a lounge room set up with a coffee table and a couch and stuff. And then the car and everything. And the idea is obviously to, to you know, tap it up. It has to go up, but then it has to hit the floor before your opponent can touch it. So the commentators were absolutely going off. I'm telling you, Google it. If you haven't seen it, Google it and watch the video it's some of the best commentary you'll ever hear that's not in the English language. So Is this I'm like 14 to be
1: in the Olympics before
0: breaking?
1: Is this sort of what we're, what we're going with?
0: <laughs> Maybe we could. Maybe we could. Um, so it, it's some of the, yeah, there's like a, a minute clip out there uh, of the bloke actually winning the, the world champ. Uh and I don't know what his name was because the commentary was all in uh, in Chinese or or something like that. So, uh, but make sure you check it out because it's it's very very good. And uh, I'll be watching the World Champs next
2: year. Better than darts. So <laughs> oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe not. I can't see anyone getting along with some loud strides and a mohawk. Cheering on the balloon world cup, <laughs> Pop, putting down points. What's yep. the balloon world? Yeah, no, cup, you're right. I'm taking it back.
0: I'm taking it back. It's not better than darts. All right, we <laughs> do like the darts.
2: On. Oh,
1: so. mate, better than darts.
0: <laughs> Check what's in
1: that water, right? A what have we got next, big fella?
0: Right, what grinds my gears? So, Shane, you've got just one word here about what grinds your gears, so lead it up.
1: Well, I've talked to, uh, to, uh, I guess i before about the footage, you know, the footage of the Melbourne Cup or the races where they go to the jockey head cam or they go down and around their feet and all these spe- special things. Well, I was, I'm watching the Formula One Grand Prix. I actually watched the uh, Circuit of the Americas, um, American Grand Prix, um, almost two weeks ago, and there's like four laps to go. You've got Hamilton and Max Verstappen like battling hard for the win you know we know how it sits in far as far as the championship goes like this is like one of the all-time great tussles you know there's 12 points left between them with five races to go like and you know and there's three laps to go and you know and now we're just going to go to the pits and we're going to zoom in on uh, oh look there's ben stiller um sitting there watching the race uh excuse me formula one i don't give a shit who's in the pits watching the race i don't care. Show me what I want to see. And that is the cars on the track. It drives me absolutely insane. It's like, no, I don't care. I really don't care. Um, just keep it on the track.
2: Derek Zoolander.
1: Oh, mate, <laughs> I love that movie. But, I, mate, I'm there to watch Formula One. I don't care who's in the I'm pits. With
2: I'm with you, mate.
1: And you see him all the time do it, and it's like, I don't care. It just... And I tell you what, once you know what I'm like, the, the strings being pulled and I'm still going. It's the same in the AFL, and they'll go, oh, there's mum and dad in the crowd. Or let's go to the coach. And like, I don't care what the coach is doing. I don't care about people in the crowd. I just want to see what's going on, on the ground. Show me what's going on the ground.
0: Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you're trying to watch a game and they cut to a, a replay or. You know, as you're saying, someone in the crowd, and then you miss like a goal, or you know, like a you know in basketball, turnover, and then a dunk straight off the inbounds pass, or because they were showing you, you know, someone's reaction in the crowd, and so you're like, who cares? So, right?
1: <laughs> who cares? I tell you what, I tell you what was good the other day though. I did watch the V8 Supercars on the weekend. They had the night races out at Eastern Creek in Sydney, and what they had was they actually had. Um, screen in screen. So when they went to the ads, they still had the footage down the bottom. And I'm like, why can't why can't all the other sports do that? I'm like, just it's oh, not that hard, is it?
0: Be ad free siren to siren, man. like Fox Oh well, yeah. <laughs>
1: and I pay, I got KO, pay for that. But for those who can't afford it or whatever,
0: or choose not to, it'd still be good. Actually, do you know what anyway. grinds my gears? Because I haven't got one of these tonight, but I'm going with this one. So I pay for KO. Friday night footy, I sit down and I have to watch the Channel 7 bloody telecast, ads and all. Don't want the ads. KO, get rid of it. Don't want it. Give me my Friday night footy, siren to siren. No ads.
1: Well, it's any, well that's any game that's a that, that, that yeah, Channel your 7. Eye. Yeah. Yeah. And it, look, I agree with you. It's bloody frustrating. You know, I don't want to have to listen to BT. Oh, I'm no, uh, no. And and pair him up with with oh James Brayshaw, mind blown.
0: Turn it up. Oh, righto, big fella. What do you got, Chriso? Just just before oh, I do, oh, anyone sorry. keeping an eye on the, the cricket? Uh, yeah, no. mate. So yeah, the the bangers are all out for seventy three. Yes. Uh, I think Zampa's got a Fifer, Was it? I think He's got Michelle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he did get Michelle.
0: So we need uh, 74 runs. And if we could chase them down off about three balls, that might improve the run rate enough. <laughs> so. oh,
2: Davey Warner okay.
1: will do that. It's fine. Well, so <laughs> oh, uh, there's a question. Before you get started, Heidi, what if what does Warner get? Let's, prediction.
2: 12.
1: Nine. Nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to Warner to gets a duck.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Look out. Right, we'll keep an eye on that because that'll, oh, that'll, that'll that any innings turn around. But oh,
2: am I allowed to ask if it'll be off a stupid shot?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we thought that was a given.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> implied when I say Warner got a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Even at nine and 12, like, is, he's getting hit off a stupid shot, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> all right, I've got a, I've got a fairly light What grinds my gears tonight? What grinds my gears is pre-season form. How the hell am I supposed to go on early crow or make a prediction when the uh, when the preseason form is such the way that it is? A couple of couple of weeks ago, or probably two months ago, looking at the NFL, you'd have said that nobody in the NFC is worthy of anything, and the AFC is where it's at. Eight weeks in, doesn't look like I, I think there's. Uh, maybe maybe two teams in the in the AFC that are that are worthy of mentioning. And and the NFC looks like the toughest league in the world. It, all, all of the tips for people who are going to win buddy conferences that I that I've got wrong are all in the NFC. Underperformers, overperformers, can't, yeah. I can't stand it. It, it, <laughs> it, it. it goes into every sport. Trial, trial games, preseason form. I'm trying to see how we're going to travel. I'm trying to get you tips for the round one ready, and you go and do this to me. <laughs> Grind my gears. <laughs> well, that's... hey, uh,
1: while, while we're while we're on that, hey, Charlotte Hornets are five and four, and just outside the um, the playoff line at the moment in the NBA.
2: Hello.
1: Uh, you missed last week, but we were talking about this on. You, you're looking at me like you don't remember either, Michael. But oh uh, uh, no, don't. <laughs> Shar- Charlotte Hornets got touched up in the last practice match, like by a record oh, score or you. something like that. Yeah, you're right. And that's you guys it. predicted that they would would hardly win a game. And <laughs> I said last week I've had money on them to make the playoffs, and uh, not really, but I'm going with it. Anyway, they're actually doing okay. They're actually doing okay. Yeah.
0: No, nah, that's all right. We'll get to to the NBA in a second. Let's roll into the NFL since Chris was talking about the preseason form. Because I think we all tipped the cards, boys, didn't we? No. No (laughs) (laughs) No one even went (laughs) close. No is the answer. (laughs) Uh, No, look, but they did lose on the weekend. uh, So the Cheeseheads cheeseheads rolled them finally. I'm torn there, right? Because... You know, on one hand, I want the, don't want the cards to be getting too far away because the Noranders are trying to chase them and they're not doing very well at it. And uh, but you know, then the cheeseheads are winning. So you, you're
2: like, oh, which one? Which one's the lesser of two eagles? Well, that's so, that's, that's, that's pre rogers COVID cheeseheads. heads. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> true.
1: Uh, and I've been saying for the last month when you guys have been talking up the cards that I'm um, sticking with those Rams. And uh, they had another win. So they're, they're uh, with the Cards now in 7-1 and one in the NFC West.
0: Uh, yeah, no, you're right, mate. It's, uh, that's a tough, tough, bloody division that is. So, <laughs>
1: well, it's really only, there's only two good teams in that division, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately there isn't. There, there is genuinely four good teams, but they just, you know, there's uh, not, not at the minute. But they're just they're just losing the close ones, all right? So <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. So, uh, but yeah, look, there's so yeah, so they're the they're the uh, the three teams that are still seven and one. So the the Cards, the Rams, and the Packers, and then
2: but let's not let's not write off the Cowboys yet, eh? So they're they're looking all right. They're sitting at six and one after, and I think they've had their buy. So yeah. They're, they're cruising along. And uh, but even the Chiefs. So the Chiefs look cool. Uh, but they're not dead in what is a pretty open division. So they're still only a game. I think they're only a game away from uh from being back in the hunt there. So I,
0: I did see a bit of their game. Uh was it this weekend? I might have been last weekend. And uh, oh, geez, they weren't playing well though. So they're, they're open. Mahomes is under the pump. Every time we catches a lot, every time the ball gets snapped. He's scrambling because they just like the O line just can't keep anyone out.
2: Yep, yep, and the and the the one percenters that were coming off last year are coming off this year. Yeah, uh, look,
1: awesome. the, and look, two of their next three weeks they've got the Packers next week, but then not the Raiders, they should beat, but then they've got the Cowboys. So if 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 they don't, if they only win one of their next three, and they're five and six.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I think they're lucky this weekend that Rogers is out. I think they might get the job done with the Packers. Um, unfortunately for the Packers, but they yeah. do get a look at mm. the future. So but yeah, I, I think I think the Chiefs probably go two and two and one in that stretch. Yep. Yeah, no,
0: fair enough. All right, guys, to the EPL. Let's get the, the beast. They had a soccer this weekend.
1: They did have a shock, and it's really unfortunate as Chris is sort of putting his notes. You know, they got beat by Burnley, and they really had a chance to with the with those above them. You know, some upsets to really, you know, put themselves up there, and and they missed out. So back to the drawing board. So uh, disappointing, yeah. but um,
2: no, it was inevitable true. that was going to occur at some stage. Oh yeah, but I think with the with the with the efforts against uh, was it Liverpool. Chelsea and Leicester, um, you know, not not getting blown away or even salvaging the draw um, yep. that was there, to, to drop that one, they'd be they'd be pretty disappointed, I think. Um,
0: yeah, No, hopefully they bounce back this weekend. I don't know. who they got this weekend. Shane, you got it there?
1: Uh, they got Norwich this weekend. So dollar uh, fifty, they're a dollar fifty-seven favorites. I think Norwich are about six dollars. So don't, tell me that's the yeah. better the
0: week, Chris um uh no no it won't be no, not, 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 not. uh so look but you did mention shane that there was some there was some uh, some stumbles above so the liverpool had a draw and, and city lost to crystal palace so uh, i would have been uh crowing from the rooftops if we hadn't have drawn with brighton so yes yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, unfortunately, uh, we had a we had a draw, and but City still went down. So yeah, but Chelsea, Chelsea, and, Chelsea had the win.
1: So yeah, and now that that, that wins put them three points clear. So yeah, that's all right. uh, just a just a um, let's call it a mini break um, at the top of the table. Three points clear of Liverpool, lose two points clear of Man City. West Ham hanging on to fourth, which is good.
0: Yeah, no, that's all right. And, and United got back to their winning ways. Uh, uh, they
1: did. And Spurs, yeah, over Spurs. Spurs, well, yeah, Harry Kane, you know, he, he, he was good for one week and then he, he was bloody terrible. <laughs> um, dancing around. just like, So there's questions, you know, like in hindsight, they've made a blue. They probably should have let him go to City. Um, because he is contributing very little to that team. And I think there's some cultural issues to that team. There's a lack of continuity uh, between the mids and the forwards. And from what I can see, um, they're going nowhere. Uh, They really aren't. So they're going to have a good hard look at themselves and uh, identify, you know, what what they want to do. Almost time to, you know, maybe go, yeah, maybe... Trade some players um, to, and then go back to some youth, and yeah, have a bit of a reset. I think.
0: Yeah, no, maybe maybe that might be the go. All right, fellas, let's do a quick update on the NBA. You started you started talking about it before, saying that that Charlotte uh, looking alright, five and three.
1: Yeah, I did start talking about it before. You know, you know, I'm the resident uh, NBA expert. And I, I love <laughs> the game, and um, so I'm very passionate about it, and that's why I brought it up. <laughs>
2: oh Jesus. Uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: <laughs> that sound you just heard, guys, was was Shano spitting his drink back into his glass because he's nearly choked on it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not cutting that out, Sano. I'm leaving it in. All <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. So, what if... Uh, let's let's talk just quickly. Um, so, the big news for me is that last year's Eastern Conference final, this Milwaukee in Atlanta, are both sitting outside the playoffs at the moment in 10th and 11th. Uh, so, whereas Miami and... Chicago have had have had pretty good starts to the season, and uh, they're up the top near the top of the uh, the Eastern Conference there. So if we go to the the Western Conference, there's you know no great big surprises. Utah GWS are probably a bit higher up than I than I had them, and uh, early on, um, GWS
2: gold. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to
0: drinking your drink, mate. So, <laughs> so oh, I can't believe it's a GWS uh, It's been, been one of those weeks, boys. So uh no, it looks so like golden, golden state, sorry. And <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ.
0: Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, and Philly are going all right. Uh even we got we got a pretty tough stretch coming up, though, like six games in nine days. No, Tobias Harris because he's got the COVID, Um, and and Danny Green looks like he's gonna be out with a hamstring, and obviously uh, Ben Simmons has decided he doesn't want to play for Philadelphia. Um, Well, he decided that a long time ago, but to the point where he's got a mental health issue now and doesn't want to play. So, um, so yeah, don't know what's going on there, and obviously that that saga continues on.
2: So. But yeah, so I like I don't I certainly don't want to make light of mental health issues. I recognise you know um, the importance to deal with them um, in a sensible way, uh, and and to respect um, the privacy of the people that are going through them and everything like that. But does does there need to be given given what they do and given what it's related to, does there need to be a little bit more detail um, around what's going on and um, and, and, should it have, and should it have been um, something that was brought out earlier, you know, if it's related to the playoffs last year and the issues that he's had out of that and it's having an impact, um, you know, like I guess I guess when it's happening in the public light, what do they owe the public? Or or is it a case of, do you guys think it's a case of let him, let him deal with it in his own way and he's back when he's back, if he's back?
0: So, yeah, my opinion on this is actually, uh, it's so... To be, to be honest it's not really any of our business um so whilst to a degree fans and members and stuff like that you know um, you know sort of do probably owe some I you know, owed some sort of explanation from the club as to but you know that all that has to be is that, as I think what we've got is that you know Bensim is dealing with some mental health issues and has been granted leave from the club or whatever. Um, then, the, but I as long agree. as the as long as the management and the owners and stuff know what's going on, then I don't think it's really any of our business. Um, so, Between
1: employer, employer and employee, um, you know, and that's as far as it goes. I think.
0: Uh, yeah. I, so there is the there is the element though, Shane. That obviously you know, the ticket sales and stuff like that uh, obviously do, we should have some bearing in that, but does that, does that, does that oh? Does no, that, I don't think so. No. That, so
1: so is that any different than, you know, if you took time off your job that they'd have to, you know, that could have an impact on the bottom line because they can employ someone to come and do, um, you know, what you would normally do.
0: Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. So, yeah. You're right. And and I'm gonna stick with what I said originally and, and it's none of your business. So yeah. Yep,
1: I agree with that. That's my opinion
0: too, mate. Yeah. So um yeah, you know, look, hopefully he's getting the the help that he needs for to fix his mental health issues. And you know, that he's back playing whenever, whether that's for Philly or not. Uh yeah, I'm not not too fussed either way at this point in time. Obviously, you know, he's a I still rate him; he's a great talent. But you know, I, I don't know if I want the circus that goes along with with him making a return to Philly. So, as a, as a so, Philly fan,
1: very good. So, in other news, uh, I guess for Australians in the NBA, um, form of Paddy Mills continues. Um, he had a good game um, for the for the net against Atlanta. So, I think fourteen points. In, yeah, he sort of hit, still hitting the threes, which is good to see.
0: Yeah, Jock Landau made his uh, debut as well. Uh, I think it was yesterday or no, the day before. Uh, so he had ten points in five minutes. Uh, so and and looked very good. Um, so and just trying to crack into that that rotation a bit more, a bit more permanently. I think it's going to be a tough job, but. Um, yeah, all you can do is perform when you when you do get a chance, and he and he did that uh, yesterday, and uh, yeah, hopefully he can. You know, next time he gets a chance, he does it again. So, and um, yeah, and obviously Josh giddy has been playing really well. Um, so yeah, who's
2: it's that? Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to bed of the week, Chris. Hey, what have you got, mate? I uh, I've had a little bit of a, a troll through. And uh, I think I quite like the uh, $2.59 about the Panthers over the Pats. Um, Carolina hosting. Uh, I've, I've, I've liked a lot of what Matt Jones has done this year. And the, defensively, they've been okay. They've, they've had a few issues um, defensively. Uh, both teams are at four and four. And I just think that, that uh, that's probably overs for uh, for Carolina hosting. Um, the Patriots. So that's me. All
0: right. There we go. Look out. So hopefully you can get that up and then you can have another crack next week. <laughs> Cause, uh, Maun was, Maun was terrible. So one of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, we've had, we've had two of those. So, yeah. uh, so hopefully you can get one up for us here and we should be all right. Well, right I fellas, I think that's going to do us this week. And, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks again for covering on Monday. For the for the Melbourne Cup, and uh, appreciated the well wishes, and uh, we'll uh, catch everyone next week.
1: Sounds good, mate. Cheers, mate. Take it easy. Take care, fellas. See you, Heidi. Yeah.